0: you're listening to The Lively Show, episode 61. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your every day. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I have two exciting things going on today. It's a very busy day for me. I am launching lifewithintentiononline.com for registration for this next February and March class. Class begins February 2nd through March 13th. I can't wait to join all of the students who are going to be with us. We already have almost three dozen students signed up for this next course and we have alumni joining us as well. So it's a really full class already. We can't wait to get started. If you're interested, please look at all the information at lifewithintentiononline.com to find out more. As I always say, take some time to ask your intuition if it feels like a fit. I truly believe that this class can help the students who've taken it. 100% of them said they recommend it for other people to take the course as well but your intuition knows what's right for you. So make sure it feels like a fit in your intuition. And if it does, I hope to see you in class. And the next thing I'm working on is packing up and heading out to Alt Summit in Salt Lake City. Alt Summit is a design lifestyle blogger conference that I've gone to for the last three years. This time, I'm going to be doing a roundtable about podcasting with Hillary Walker of Our Style Stories. If you want to check out Hillary, her podcast is called Our Style Stories. And of course, if you're going to Alt Summit, please stop me and say hello when you see me. I want to give you a hug and thank you so much for listening and just learn more about you, especially in person, because it's nice to put faces to names that I might read about online or get emails from. It's a totally different experience to give you the hug. So please say hello. In today's episode, I want to talk about dealing with the doubts when we're making big decisions. This is something that someone wrote to me and asked me to Address this year. And I think it's a really powerful topic because don't we all want to get to this point in our lives where we never feel doubt and we can make decisions boldly and confidently without worrying about the potential outcome if it's uncertain? Of course, we all do. We all want that. But that doesn't mean that that's actually our reality, nor should we necessarily strive for that reality thinking that we can always get to a place where there's no doubts during big decisions is actually holding us back from any potential growth we might have. Because often when we grow, we do face uncertainty and our egos hate uncertainty. So if we try to avoid doubts. (laughs) We're not actually going to get very far. So we have to dispel this belief that I can live without the doubts. Sure, there are people like Eckhart Tolle maybe out there or Buddha or Gandhi that have maybe banished their egos from their minds and they don't face fear. But for the rest of us, often fear comes up. It's that voice inside of our heads that is worried about keeping us safe. It used to keep us safe from saber-toothed tigers. Now it's trying to keep us safe from launching our Etsy business, right? It's just a matter of what's relevant to us right now. What feels scary right now for us? We need to learn to listen to our intuition, access that voice and that wisdom, and follow that advice regardless of how scary it seems to our ego because our ego can rationalize all day long. And if we're waiting for that to go away and it doesn't, we're never gonna take the advice of our intuition, which is really looking out for our best interest, even in uncertain circumstances. This is kind of like one of those trust falls where you fall back and the people catch you. You're really learning to trust fall on your intuition rather than relying on your ego to make you feel this false sense of security. I think that it's helpful to start with small things that might present small doubts, and then take that trust fall, listen to the intuition, act on what it tells you rather than the fearful voice and the doubts, and see what happens, observe the results. As you continue to do these little trust fall exercises with your intuition, you're going to see that things are okay and you're going to build confidence that your intuition really is looking out for you. So that when it's time to make bigger decisions, you're going to have built up this sense of trust and confidence in your intuition despite the uncertainty. In addition, of course, you know I'm gonna mention this, I gotta say, writing to your intuition is by far and away, at least for myself, the most powerful way I can access what my intuition wants me to do or wants me to understand. This is something that can be a little bit confusing and challenging. I recently worked with a client of mine one-on-one and we were talking through this process and she had already tried to do the writing exercise ahead of time, but had struggled with it. And it wasn't until I was working with her and helping her to access her intuition in our one-on-one session, that she finally realized what that voice really was and what she'd been doing wrong in the first place. So I wanna give you some tips from what she shared with me. She had said that when she first wrote out her answers, so the idea is you write out the fears you have, basically the voice of your ego, and then you wait for the answer that comes from your intuition. When she did this, she actually found herself writing the answers she thought, were the right answers. So she kind of was still using her ego mind, but trying to answer the questions in a peaceful way that sounded good. So she wasn't truly accessing her intuition, she was kind of just parroting what her ego thought her intuition or someone else's intuition would say. When we worked together one on one, it was a very different experience. I could tell that she was just kind of repeating what she thought was true and what sounded good. But I knew from working with her and knowing her backstory that her intuition most likely was not actually voicing that. And she realized I was totally right. She was saying what she thought was true or what should be true. She said that basically you have to think about it as the voice that you're kind of scared to hear, the answers you may not want to hear. She says that often if we've been putting off things for a while because we're scared of the answer, that's the voice that you're really looking for. She said it's also like the answers you would give a therapist or your best friend or someone who you trust to listen to the answer even if it doesn't sound perfect. And she also encouraged me to let you guys know that when you hear this voice, don't feel like you have to act on it immediately. She thinks that this probably builds up a lot of stress for people when they're thinking about doing this exercise because they're afraid of the advice they're going to get from their intuition. And they feel this pressure once they find out that answer that they're going to have to do something immediately, which makes them avoid doing it altogether. They don't even do the writing exercise because they're afraid of the challenges or the changes they're going to have to make. If you can just let go of the fact that you have to do something immediately, but still be able to get the answer and wisdom, that alone can help you to get more comfortable and one step further than if you're just avoiding the whole exercise altogether. It's not so much that the doubts are going away. We're getting better at acting on our intuition, whether or not the doubts are there. The doubts become less relevant to our actions. We become more in tuned, more focused, and more connected to our intuition and listening to its guidance rather than the fear. I know this is easier said than done, and so again, consider these little trust fall exercises with your intuition. Find something small that seems slightly scary or has a slight doubt and act on it. See the results. And maybe you even want to make a journal about this and journal about the results that you get so you can start to actually see all of these experiences, where you've listened to your intuition, and how it's played out. Has it played out for your best interests? Has something amazing happened because of it? If so, it's going to help you give that confidence to the bigger decisions in your life, like ending a relationship, beginning a relationship, changing an eating pattern or thought process, or changing or shifting your career. If you have any questions, please go over to JessLively.com slash doubts. And I'd love to hear from you. How do you banish the doubts in your life? Do you use the writing exercise? Do you have something else altogether different? Please let us know at justlively.com slash banish the doubts. May something wonderful happen to you today.